0: Hello and welcome back to Break Up Already, the only show where a happily married couple tells you to break off your relationship. I'm one of your hosts, Grant Buckner.
1: And I'm your other host, Carolyn Buckner.
0: And this week we have a few business items up front.
1: Um, I just want to say a thank you to everyone who reached out to me and told me that I had a very soothing voice. Um, I never thought that about myself. I kind of feel like I have deep voice and i talk too much in the back of my throat which maybe people find silly
0: i don't know what talking in the back of your throat means so
1: (laughs) well i'm very flattered
0: that is nice if you have not yet uh subscribed or reviewed or rated us you can pause this now and do so besides that we do have new merch available If you go to redbubble.com and search for Breakup already, you should find our show. It will be listed under Bucknerd Images, which is my digital art page. You can either go to our Instagram and click our link tree in our bio, uh, and you can find it there as well. There are stickers, there are mugs, there are shirts, there are bags. There is more than that. Go take a peek at it. I'm going to be uploading uh, different designs so that it's not just our face on everything. However, I do recommend you get the face things. You You want the face things. You want them. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'll put up with like just the logo. I have been doing some additional art for the podcast. If you follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen a couple of those. Uh, Apparently the one with the dress hanging and the shirt on the floor (laughs) was a little confusing for some people, not to name any names. My brother and my wife. (laughs) (laughs) And your sister. Oh yeah, well, yes. (laughs) Um, and your dad? I only say that be- I'm only laughing when you say my sister because, like, she asks me what everything is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not exactly not exactly a good um, example, but it's just um, the little sister thing. It's just like it. There's a dress. There's a dress shirt. They were hanging together, obviously, at some point, and now the dress shirt's on the floor, showing that. They're no longer together, and that's well, I okay. I and
1: I was like, babe, don't you think I'm the one more likely to leave my clothes on the floor?
0: Yeah, she thought that, like, it had to do with us, and it doesn't, because not all of our logos, or just everything in general, has to be about us.
1: I mean, our podcast kind of does. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> intrinsically about
0: the other people we're talking about. But, okay. yeah, I guess a little bit here and there.
1: Well, I was gonna share with our listeners that tomorrow is our first son's second birthday Yeah. so he's so big and he just gets funnier and funnier so look out for his comedy podcast he's in the future. so
0: funny and so cute.
1: Yeah so he loves to sneak into Grant's office <laughs> and mess with all of his stuff. Um, he thinks his rug is really soft so he likes to dance in here and lay on it but his favorite thing to do is to climb up on the chair and mess with the microphones. And so he knows he's not allowed to be in dad's office without one of us. And he knows he's definitely not allowed to touch the microphones. (laughs) And so I come into, I come out of our room and I see him on the chair messing with the microphone and I walk in and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? And I guess he was singing no more monkeys jumping on the bed (laughs) Um, into the microphone.
0: He calls monkeys ooh-ahs.
1: Yes. And so I come in and he sees me coming and as fast as he can, he goes, no more ooh ah jumping to bed. And then he (laughs) jumps off the chair and runs away as fast as he (laughs) can. Oh my gosh. What is it? Cragging up um i couldn't even he gets away with so much such a goober because
0: he makes us laugh which is my thing i i learned a long time ago that if i could make usually just my mom but i guess probably my dad too if i could make my parents laugh i wasn't in trouble and he Recently, remember when he ran across the street? <laughs> yeah. So he—he's not obviously—he's not allowed to cross the street without holding one of our hands.
1: He knows it, and he's typically very good. Or about he'll it.
0: like walk beside us as we're walking across, like if our hands are full or whatever, and we say it's okay. But this time, he literally just like peeled across the street like before we were ready to go, which is super dangerous. But um, we... um, immediately, one of us were, was like yelling at him, and he went. <laughs>
1: Just like just stuck his tongue, his tongue out, and out and did
0: this like crazy maniacal laugh and just like ran into the mm-hmm. yard. And like it took everything in me not to fall we over laughing because it was so funny. But we like, it wasn't because car. cars will like fly through our street because yeah. people are awful.
1: Oh my gosh. But as soon as he was. In the house, we just made eye contact and just oh,
0: racked up. Oh my gosh, I was dying. Yeah. He's so funny. He it's like really it's a problem. Is. It's gonna be a problem. I know, probably forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, all the time, I just want to go into the microphone and go, "No more ooh ah." Jump into no, bed. No
0: more ooh ah. Um, we'll we'll get a sound bite from him at some point and have him be in the show. Yeah. But uh, in terms of uh, questions that people sent in, I do have one to address first, and it is, when do you know to trust the ick? For those unfamiliar, uh, (laughs) which is, was both of us until I did a little bit more research just to make sure I was clear.
1: This isn't from someone who's Gen Z, I don't think. She's on,
0: she might be. She's on the cusp if not. Yeah.
1: Well, we're not Gen
0: Z. Anyway, so it's a TikTok thing. do not know what that means. It's like a popularized thing via TikTok. We do not have TikTok. We're not on TikTok, I guess I should say. We also don't have it in that it is not downloaded on our phones. So basically what the ick is, is when you like, I, I think the point is suddenly find somebody unattractive that you are either interested in or we're like actively seeing Um, So they do like a thing and it like ruins your feelings for them. It could be something as mundane as like they have a weird laugh or they just something that annoys you like an idiosyncrasy. And I did read an article on it where they talked to a psychiatrist (laughs) 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 because, hey, y'all, like, you know, that's what you should be doing if you feel that way about somebody what do you think Care? do you get it
1: yeah i get it i don't think i've
0: experienced that because i don't think i have either
1: i mean i think that i have maybe if someone i was like kind of crushing on. oh uh, yeah i guess but, i was like, thinking I more think about I someone i was with seeing someone yeah yeah that no. i immediately was like i mean like sure you're like with somebody and you're like that's a really annoying thing that you do. Right. But, like, I've never just been, like...
0: It makes me hate you yeah. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... That being
1: said, like, I don't have that... I don't know. I didn't really date a lot of guys that I didn't end up, like, in a relationship with. So... Yeah.
0: She was mostly in, like, chat rooms, <laughs> just kind of, like, letting people boost her ego mm-hmm. by catfishing them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually how we met.
0: Who remembers AIM? Were you ever catfished on AIM? It was care. (laughs) Um,
1: Every catfisher on AIM was me.
0: So she didn't say this explicitly in the article I was reading, but but she said the components that make what I'm about to suggest make sense, because once again, we're not professionals. But she basically said, like, what was your ick, right? What was the moment that you suddenly found them a lot less attractive was it them berating a waiter or was it that they chew with their mouth open (laughs) right so did it have something to do with their character or was it a innocuous behavior that suddenly is making you lose your feelings for them Mm -hmm. apparently this is a pretty common self defense mechanism to keep you from getting hurt emotionally. Mm-hmm. Is finding eventually, right? Because we self sabotage a lot, um, not us specifically, but humans <laughs> will self sabotage and say, okay, well, I'm getting too comfortable with this person. This person's going to break my heart, whatever. So I need a reason to leave to protect myself. And so it's because they talk when they're chewing. Yeah. I'm, I'm disgusted by them now and I have to go.
1: That's funny because my first thought is that you probably weren't that into that person and you were trying to like talk yourself up and like, no, I do like them. I'll give them a chance. And then all of a sudden they like disgust you. But like you didn't actually like them. You were kind of lying to yourself. So, it's interesting that you could actually have been into something, into someone, into something. Um, so, would, like, the best course of action just to be, like, pushed through that thing?
0: So, you have to basically analyze... I mean, if
1: they braid a waiter, don't stay. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> if it has
0: something to do with their character, if they are suddenly showing a negative component of their, like, moral fiber, then that's probably a huge red flag to leave now it depends like how extreme that is whatever like everybody has a bad day but like that's a that's particular example Mm -hmm. is is a very just break up with that person that person is not in an emotional place
1: my dad does not berate waiters but one time we were at a steakhouse and the waitress was being so short and rude and terrible and my dad says to her you seem really stressed out. Is there anything I can do to help you? And she was like, "No, no, I'm fine." And then, like, of course, she act nicer because, like, he pretty much called her out for being rude, mm-hmm. and he was so passive aggressively nice. And that. <sighs> seemed... I mean, is it
0: passive aggressive, or is it is it just passive? Because <laughs> he wasn't being aggressive there's nothing ag- I mean, he's not aggressing he's not being an aggressor maybe just
1: as his daughter the tone in his voice oh I'm sure. was, oh well, it's like what we talked I've about last week before. where <laughs> i asked
0: homegirl you know can you tell me why you're saying that thing that actually sounds quite rude yeah <laughs> that was passive aggressive but no no it wasn't passive aggressive is not saying like i was direct yeah i said you, you sound rude when you say that can you say why you're saying it passive-aggressive is is not addressing what she said and is just talking about rudeness, hoping she'll understand I'm talking about her. And he was very direct with the waitress as well.
1: I mean, I'm not sure he thought she was stressed. I think he probably just thought she was rude and decided yeah. to have a different approach. I think
0: also we're probably just splitting hairs. And yeah. this is semantics. But <laughs> as
1: his daughter, it was like, that's something that would get said to me when like, I was pretty sure I'd screwed up. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> well, so yeah, if it has something to do with her character, then it makes sense that that was a blow to your attraction. Yeah. And you have to consider, okay... Is that a reasonable thing that I think is worth leaving over, whatever? Um, If it is, quote unquote, innocuous, and like, of course, you're not going to think it's innocuous, because it's something that made you feel disgusted. But if it is something that does not have any kind of moral implication, you have to study yourself and say, what is it about the situation and or that action that makes me feel repulsed? And you may find, and again, the article suggested that it very well might be something attributed to your past, right? Like maybe an ex of yours did that same thing. Um, Even if it is something that didn't inherently bother you, it reminds you of that person. So, like, he can't listen to a full song on the radio before changing it, right? And it's like, you didn't ever care that your ex did that. But now that you're with this person, and he does the same thing, it repulses you, you know?
1: This is just such an interesting perspective, because my immediate thought to when do you trust the ick was immediately right away if someone like gives you that like ooh gross feeling just like leave (laughs) that would be my response well and
0: so basically (laughs) that's
1: why I don't like I didn't date that many guys is because if a guy asked me out and I had like even a little bit of a doubt I wouldn't even go on a date well that's
0: a little different because it wasn't necessarily someone that you were like interested in it was somebody who expressed interest in you yeah and so it's not like I've been thinking about you And now that you're asking, I'm not interested. It's just like, I didn't think anything about you. And now you're asking and now I have to decide, am I interested? And that's, that's different.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: But the psychiatrist said people that frequently experience, quote unquote, the ick, basically are self-sabotagers. They're people who are looking for something usually um, unrealistic in a partner. And they tend to have, they tend to go on lots of dates or just a lot of many unsuccessful dates because like they could be on a date looking around to see if there's a better option at the date which is crazy but (laughs) but but like again it's a compulsion and she said part of it is because we have so much access now um to like dating apps and things like that you could see like 30 profiles in a day and say like actual yes and no to to a person you're immediately talking to them I've never been on a dating app so I can't imagine the absolute like sensory overload that that must be just going through loads of people um and so it has created an unrealistic expectation in that like wow look how many people there are out there why should I settle and you shouldn't settle. But like, you need to have realistic expectations. Right. And so if you're looking for Mr. Right, or Miss Right, whatever, if you're looking for the right person, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't have a laundry list of attributes or skills or yeah. whatever that they need to have. And you need to, th- you need, you just need to think about what it is you want out of a relationship. And you need to determine, are your expectations too high? And I can say with confidence, you cannot do that by yourself. You need to express your expectations to somebody you trust in your life and work with them to determine, are my expectations too high? Are they unrealistic? Am I self-sabotaging in my relationships?
1: I think you also, I mean... It's not really related. You also
0: need to go to therapy.
1: (laughs) To the ick, I guess. But you said, like, know what you want. And maybe this is just because I always really struggle with being self-aware. Also being open to somebody maybe being not exactly what you pictured. Because I felt like probably I should be with someone who... Was less outgoing than I was and more introverted than I was. Because I viewed myself as
0: outgoing and an extrovert. I'm smiling. I'm not laughing because I'm all laughed out. She's aggressively introverted. (laughs) (laughs) And I would just like to reiterate again for our listeners, introversion is not about being shy. It is about how you feel energized. Is it by A. Spending time by yourself or B, spending time with others. If you feel energized being with other people, you are extroverted. You can be a shy extrovert. You could be around people and not say a word, but you're feeling energized. You could be a very outgoing (laughs) introvert who feels drained by being around people, but you are the life of the party. Shyness does not dictate your introversion. It is where you get your energy. Off my soapbox.
1: I think I think I just viewed myself as what I thought I should be and so I felt like I needed someone maybe less creative than me because you kind of need to have like the creative one and the outgoing one and then the other person needs to be like I don't know I guess I was like somewhat codependent and being like I'm the put together one and I help keep you together and then I realized that's not actually what I wanted. Like that's exhausting. But it took me being in a relationship with Grant where that wasn't the case, and he's way more outgoing, and he's way more creative. And I don't know
0: that I'm way more creative. You're very creative, and I think guess we're
1: just creative in yeah different in different ways. ways. Yeah, then that's, We can be creative yeah. together, and so I wouldn't have said like this is what I want because I didn't even know what would make me happy like what what actually was compatible yeah
0: well i think that's a really good point you don't know what's going to make you happy
1: everyone you had to be like polar (laughs) opposites well
0: and, and there's that is a trope for a reason um generally speaking and again i learned this in class in college because communication but um generally speaking And this is just like one aspect of personality. And of course, it doesn't dictate someone's entire relationship. However, the professor was like, there is usually a person who is the life of the party and their partner is the one holding their jackets, constantly trying to get them to leave the party. (laughs) And she said, how many of your parents asking the students of the room does this sound like? And pretty much the entire room held their hands up. And she said that is generally because statistically, introverts end up with extroverts and vice versa. Opposites attract in as much as you find something attractive in somebody else that you don't have. And so complementary opposites attract is is really what we learned. So it's not that... Um, you know, my favorite color is red and your favorite color's green. That's wacky. Like we're <laughs> together because we're opposite. That's not <laughs> the type of opposites that attract. Yeah. Or like I'm a jock and she's a nerd, and so like we're super into each other. That also doesn't make any sense. It's you are super punctual and I have such a hard time being punctual and I admire that in you because it's something that I do not possess. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with um the degree to which you are energized by people or by being by yourself is also something that the other person recognizes. Because like, for example, I'm an extrovert. And so much so that sometimes like I can hear myself annoying myself (laughs) in uh, group situations where I'm just like, just shut up, just stop talking for five seconds, because you're being so annoying. I can admire in somebody else that they have the wherewithal to only speak when they really have something to say that's beneficial and they're not just constantly riffing on everything everybody says.
1: Yeah. yeah. S- well, I mean, we do compliment each other, but I feel like we have more in common than maybe some couples do. Maybe it's just my I'm, parents. I'm sure
0: we have more in common than some couples do. <laughs> 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 you mean okay. most couples? Or, like, you think we have more... Like, generally?
1: Than most couples, yeah. Okay.
0: That's a bold claim. Why do you think that?
1: I just feel like we're just in agreement about most things. Like, most decisions that we make, we were already on the same page.
0: So that is an aspect of our personalities where it, it looks like we're probably, like, more compatible than other people because of that particular attribute where we both make decisions very quickly.
1: But they're often the same Sure. Like we come to the same conclusion. That's true. Conclusion. We
0: do come to the same conclusion. Yeah, I guess. That and makes we sense. We have the
1: same hobbies and interests. We're doing generally. it right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're convincing me into the fact that we're so compatible. Yeah. It's disgusting.
1: My parents, my mom likes to ask therapists us for therapists hate them because, we... because of
0: this one simple trick. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom no. went.
1: Oh, she likes to ask us for advice on decorating her house and house projects because we, within like 10 seconds, have made up our mind and it's the same decision as the other person. And so... Sometimes she's... the same bad decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way, she she's not very decisive. And so then she just goes with whatever we say. Yeah.
0: Well, that's being decisive. Like, you can say, I'm going to do exactly what this person tells me to do. That's... You've yeah. made a decision. <laughs> That's true.
1: Sometimes, though, we tell her what to do, and then she still waffles back and forth
0: yeah, for a while. Yeah, 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 Which is, again, just another personality trait that she okay. shares, I think, with her husband as yeah, well. Yeah, my and, parents... Which is interesting because, again, those are not complementary differences. Those yeah. are just similarities. <laughs> and
1: they, I mean, they get along well, but they have very different thoughts on things like decorating their house and where they should go on vacation
0: and and you should have yeah. x amount of similarities but their rule on top is that like
1: of... if they can't come to an agreement they don't make a decision until they can agree um should just... i
0: take the knife out <laughs> <laughs> yes or no
1: and then they're both indecisive okay we're just
0: gonna apply a tourniquet because neither of us can agree yeah you should so... leave it in leave I mean, it in until the emt there <laughs> they'll say this about
1: themselves that they are so indecisive and then they won't decide until they both can agree. And so then they never decide, um, which always kind of like drove me crazy when I was younger because I'm very decisive. Um, but it's funny that you talk about the ick because the story I had that I just, um, read on Reddit because that's what I do when I feed my child, um, is read Reddit um and
0: i just got the name reddit (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) so i did too because i i
1: said to you oh it's just something that i read on reddit and i was like wait a second
0: oh man because there's like topics and then you read them
1: i would (laughs) like to blame this on being parents but we've been reading reddit way before we yeah
0: yeah it maybe it dawned on me at some point but i really don't think so because right now it feels like the significant moment where it's really (laughs) dawn
1: yes Uh, i'll just read it so she says that she's been dating her boyfriend for about nine months and she's 30 and he's 40 and that he has three dogs two big dogs and a little dog And that when they were first dating and he would come and stay at her house, the dogs would stay with his roommate. Um, Which was
0: secretly a wife. (laughs) Bum, bum, bum.
1: Um, And then sometimes he would bring the dogs over with him. And if it would get late and he spent the night, the dogs would spend the night. And so it doesn't seem like she's a huge animal person but she like got them bowls and was trying to like make them at home um i guess she lives on a farm and she has barn cats but she doesn't generally have animals in her house um and so more and more often the dogs were spending the nights inside inside that they she was letting the dogs be inside I guess they are trained very poorly. Um, They have accidents overnight. They eat food off the counter. They, like, get in the trash. Mm. And so she just said she was, like, losing her mind, waking up in the morning, like, having to clean up pee and the trash being, like, all outside. She said, like, she's, like, seasoned meat and had it, like, all ready to cook and, like, stepped out of the room. And they've, like eaten it off the counter and she said she's just like not used to having to worry about having food on the kitchen counter that she's about to cook and like not being able to walk out of the room
0: mm-hmm.
1: so she said she's finally had it she says you can't take it anymore and she says she doesn't want to feel angry towards an animal that's not their fault because they're not trained mm-hmm. um and she says that like she can't live like this but that he does live like it it's why she doesn't go to his place she he lets the dog sleep in the bed with him um and if things get dirty or blankets get torn up or whatever he just like
0: gets new ones
1: he he just lives with it i guess um and she said like i don't want to stay at your house unless like you don't let your dog sleep in the bed with us and he's not willing to do that and so she told him you can't bring your dogs to my house overnight anymore. Um, because she had to like rip out her carpet and replace it. Um, and he's super offended and says he just can't believe she's making him leave his dogs at home, and that is just nuts. And his parents are on his side, I don't even know why his parents oh, were brought okay. into this.
0: Art, is this done? Because I have all the things to say um, already.
1: <laughs> And she was like, they think I'm a dog hater and that I'm just not accommodating at all. And like, I knew what his dogs were like when we started dating. So my question is, would you break up with somebody? Yes. Because (laughs) their dogs were poorly trained.
0: Yes. And it's, and it is because of the implications of said poor training, right? So like, let's say
1: it's me and you're madly in love with me. But I Firstly,
0: she didn't say she was madly in love with him.
1: But I want to. Know, and I feel like, like if it, she
0: was, she would have said she was. <laughs> I, fair. In, in but my i mind... to know, like
1: imagine that like you really, really like sure, someone sure, and you're sure, really sure. into them, but they have two horribly and like obviously their relationship can't move forward mm-hmm. because if they
0: if they live together or live got, together, got married, right, right, they're gonna right. have to deal with the dog. Yes. So, yes, I would break up with them, probably. Given given be, that given, that would be an given, ick for you. Given, no, 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 no. Well, yes, but given the circumstances, right? So, A, she is being reasonable, saying it's not like you can't have these dogs. It's not you can't have these dogs over at my house. It's that you can't have them overnight at my house. Yeah. That is setting a boundary. We've talked about it. That is a positive and healthy behavior. And there's no reason that he couldn't have been understanding with that. Um, obviously, there's two sides to every story. But from what it sounds like, it, that is a reasonable expectation. Especially because there are plenty of physical things she can point to saying, this has not gone well. This has gone poorly. And I don't want it to happen again. But secondly, it's that he found not only that to be unreasonable, but even though she literally had to like replace carpet he's not just thinking she's unreasonable he thinks that she's a dog hater <laughs> that she dislikes his dogs even though she's been incredibly patient it sounds like up until now yeah and then the fact that he didn't not that he talked to his parents because people can talk about their relationships with their parents and i think that generally speaking that should be a safe place i know that not everyone has a relationship with their parents but i think it's okay to say like hey mom Here's a frustration I'm having. Can you give me some insight? Yeah. Whatever. That's fine.
1: But then she goes, Bringing he goes to her. Up <laughs> yeah. that
0: my parents are on my, my side. Mom. You are a middle school child. That is not a 40 year old man. Yeah. You don't say my mom and dad said that I'm right. Like, okay, guy, like y- pull your big boy britches up because you have a problem. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then also that his parents are like, you're a dog hater. Because you don't like your carpet to be peed on.
0: And so here's the thing. If I was madly in love with somebody and this was the situation, I would realize that I shouldn't be in love with them. (laughs) Because this is... The fact that you can't be understanding in a circumstance that should really not have escalated... Yeah. ...is evidence that you are going to escalate situations in the future... That should not have escalated. Yeah. I mean, end of story. And the fact that he's throwing his parents in your face. Having that kind of relationship with, your, with the parents is always a bad sign.
1: I mean, he could have a normal relationship with his parents. We don't even know. It's just that, like... His he parents doesn't, could because just be he like, said that. Yeah, but it's just like...
0: If you have a normal relationship with your parents, you don't use them as like well, an like example of why you're Well, I'm saying his parents
1: right. could be normal people and sure. maybe responded normally, and he's making it seem like something that it's not.
0: Which is the weird part. Yeah. It's not. It has nothing to do with them. Yeah, if okay. they're normal, whatever. The fact that he's talking about them the way he's talking about them is the red flag. Yeah. He's the red flag, not the family. But I would venture to guess they're challenging as well.
1: (laughs) So I'm, I'm surprised by your answer. Like when I read that. Also,
0: sorry, people are weird about their dogs. Like they are, they're not dogs in their eyes. They're basically just humans. Those are his children. Right. And it's just like, you're talking about my kids right now, like, in his mind. <laughs> I I do not understand that yeah. concept. I will never understand that concept. I don't pretend to. Yeah. If...
1: Also, I feel like super badly if my kid peed on
0: somebody's sure i would be embarrassed i would would be like yeah that makes sense that that he can't sleep over because every time he sleeps over he eats meat off your counters (laughs) and pees on your floor and has to sleep in our bed like that's ridiculous but yeah so anyway you if you're going to treat them like a kid like hold them to the same types of expectations Mm -hmm. but also He's always gonna be like this about his dogs because you have to understand his relationship with those dogs. Yeah. And so like if your relationship is going to take a backseat because he's going to prioritize the comfort and well being of his dogs over your home, break up. Break up. Yeah. <laughs> what are you waiting for? I,
1: I guess so when I read it, to anyone who doesn't know this, I'm not a dog lover. I grew up really afraid of dogs. So I also kind of think they smell bad. And so I'm really sensitive to when houses smell really strongly of dogs. Um, so probably I would have met that guy, walked into his house, smelled his house. That would have been an ick moment for me. And if his dogs, like, s- jumped on me one time, it would just be like, okay, that's that's enough for me. Yeah, so gonna... my response when I read that, I was like, yeah, I, I would have broken up with him ages ago just meeting his dogs. But yeah. I was like, well, that's just me. Also, something so about So I was kind of expecting you to like waffle a little more. No.
0: Hard hard no. Not that you ever I've really never waffled, waffled. in my life.
1: <laughs> You're just talking about how decisive The only
0: are. thing I've ever done is eat waffles. Um he also also and this is judgmental and I know that coming out the gate, but Let's hear it. I'm excited. I This is the like gossip portion. A tribute A poorly trained dog with someone not responsible enough to have a dog.
1: Yes. So I feel the same, probably because I grew up afraid of dogs. So when people let their dog jump on you and was just like, oh, sorry, and like did nothing about it. I was just like, you're a terrible dog owner. Right. Like, I don't care if you're feeding your dog well. And
0: so the fact that he's a 40-year-old man with three dogs and doesn't have control over a single one of them yeah. <laughs> makes me think you have maybe a maturity problem or, like, a self-awareness issue mm-hmm. where, like, you don't even realize how obnoxious they are. And, like, you couldn't have, like, brought them to training. And people, you know, could say, like, well, they maybe they're just, like, bad dogs and they had training and whatever. I don't think there's really such a thing as, like, yeah, an intrinsically bad know. dog. I mean, like if they had some kind of abuse, and so that they have like some challenging behaviors, sure. But I think regardless of circumstance, if you that work,
1: seem like the situation hard enough. Yeah, say, like the dogs was like were aggressive or anything like that. They just right. seemed wild.
0: Mm-hmm. No, he sounds like a he sounds like a hard pass. Hard yeah. pass.
1: Okay, cool. I didn't. I thought maybe I was just judgmental of dogs.
0: No. Switching topics, Uh, we mentioned last week that uh, we are accepting submissions of the most romantic thing that you have either ever done or that you have ever experienced. It does not have to be as grandiose as what I'm about to read, but this is a particularly good example of one that somebody wrote in. So here it goes. Uh, This person said, my husband and I had given up our jobs and moved to Penn State so he could get his grad degree while I worked for the university. Needless to say, money was super tight, and our budget barely cleared our rent and basic necessities. A few months after the move was my birthday, and with no spare cash in our account, my expectations were for a quiet dinner at home. Unbeknownst to me, my husband had been donating his blood plasma for several months in preparation for my birthday. When the day arrived, he had purchased an outfit I had seen and really wanted but couldn't afford, as well as some CDs and a birthday cake. I was blown away by the fact that he had given his blood to give me a memorable birthday." I remember crying and feeling his love for me went beyond that I thought was possible. It is still my favorite birthday memory and a story I share often."
1: That's so sweet.
0: Are you crying? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of teared up a little bit. (laughs) You're crying. She's crying. Um, yeah, that's fair. This is one of the reasons I do want to read these is some people are in really awful relationships And they need to hear more than you need to break up with this person. They need to hear the positive examples of good relationships. And I have a lot of submissions already. I need, you know, I'll always take more, so continue to write in. But I have several episodes worth of people with lovely stories about their partner.
1: Are you crying right now? No, not at all.
0: (laughs) Not because I don't think this is a very sweet story, but I have already read it as well. So, yeah. But yeah, so hey guys, thank you for listening. Please do continue to write in. Breakupalreadypod at gmail.com. Breakupalreadypodcast on Instagram. Write in with your questions, any topics that you want us to cover. One that I think is interesting that I have not brought up to carry yet is we should watch um, movies where the characters... Break up at some point in the film and it doesn't have to be romantic it could be like hot fuzz where like they're police partners and they break up quote unquote for like <laughs> a little while you know and then come back together at the end you're um, just looking for
1: an excuse to watch hot fuzz
0: i love hot fuzz i don't need an excuse but um <laughs> but yeah i thought it'd be fun if we like watched one of those movies and then the show was about
1: yeah so send a movie recommendation? The aspects
0: of it that we thought were interesting from a relationship yeah. perspective.
1: Or just tell us your favorite rom-com or romantic movie.
0: Mine is While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> and yours is?
1: Probably When in Rome with Josh Jumel and Chris Bell. <laughs> <Ralph. laughs>
0: Are you being serious or is that just a callback?
1: Um, it's a callback. I have seen it like three or four times.
0: Yeah, that's not surprising though. Um... She watches trash movies repeatedly for some reason.
1: Probably The Proposal.
0: Yeah, I I thought that was your favorite. Also starring Sandra Bullock. Sandy B, she knows what's up. Like, Miss Congeniality, I wouldn't call a rom-com, but that is a good movie. But do you remember
1: that one we watched with her and Ben Affleck?
0: Yeah, it was everything to me. It was forces of of nature. nature. (laughs) Y'all, we found this movie in, like, the back catalog in Netflix or whatever. I was just like, why why is Sandra Bullock on the cover of this movie, and why haven't I seen it? And this is not the first time that exact phrase has gone through my head and made me watch a movie the first time it happened it was a good movie i couldn't tell you the name of it it was like computers were super new and she was like a hacker or whatever it was so funny but this one was just like one of the worst movies i've ever seen yeah. and the, the ending is so dumb did not
1: really make sense i don't
0: know why it's called forces of nature yeah um but you should watch it because it's awful it's (laughs) It's really fun like you shouldn't watch it alone because you you won't laugh alone you need to watch it with a friend or something but that's besides the point so i thought that would be a fun topic to do on the show so send in topic ideas send in your questions send in your comments say like hey you said this about this and i actually think this about that yeah that's fine
1: just like please write in we love to talk to each other but we also want to talk to you guys
0: (laughs) no um and then also send in your romantic gestures so that we have our romantic gesture of the day Yeah. once again you can find us on redbubble.com get a sticker get a mug uh let us you know send us a picture with you holding it wearing it sleeping in it burning it I don't care if you (laughs) bought it thank you but yeah if you guys want to support the show that's one great way to do it you can also check out our patreon link also in our link tree on instagram or you can just go to patreon and look up breakup already podcast well guys episode four is done this has been breakup already i have been grant buckner
1: i've been carolyn buckner
0: and we will see you next week